hi and welcome to another episode of our takes with me Debs. This week I thought I would discuss a topic very very close to my heart and that is socks. If you know me you probably know what I'd hope that you would know that I have an intense passion would I say an intense passion for socks. I don't think they get the airtime nor attention they deserve. Let me explain. Socks, you wear them every day. I hope you wear them every day because I think there's two categories of people. People who wear socks at home if they're not going out and people who don't wear socks if they're not going out and just live a sockless life, which I think a sockless life is an empty life. And there's also the category that I forget about, not forget about, try to forget about, and that people who don't wear socks with their shoes but we're ignoring them as a category. They don't exist. We're going to pretend they don't exist, slide under the carpet, gone. Yeah, socks, right? My first point, you get so much, so much use out of them. Think of some of the oldest socks in your drawer. You've probably had them for a good, maybe five years minimum, but I would also say that I have some socks I've had for at least eight, nine years now and fine. Maybe I'm a bit of a special case. I haven't grown since probably around eight years. I haven't grown since year six. That's a sad story for another day. So first point, they last forever. You get so much use out of them compared to, I don't know, a dress or a pair of shorts or something. You can only wear them in certain seasons, things like that. But socks, you don't have that unless you're maybe talking about really, really thick socks. Anyway, number two, This is less of a point point, but I just admire how you've socks for so many different purposes. You've your normal everyday socks, you have slightly smarter socks, I'm thinking like the grey or black or maybe white socks that you wore to school. I think there's a cut-off age of around 13 where you realise, no, I'm too cool for white socks, I only wear black socks with my school shoes now. I think I came out of that a bit late, but there's that. So you've fun socks your everyday socks your as I said your more formal socks but then you have PE socks so sport socks and also walking socks which I guess does walking count as another type of sport you buy them in different stores buy sport socks in your sports direct or JD sports and walking socks you'd get in what the north face trespass all of those mountain warehouse we love a mountain warehouse moment they're good quality socks what other type of socks are there fuzzy and slipper socks i would say is the last category point number three socks they're not gender or age discriminatory which i think is a point that no one ever raises if you're discussing socks in the first place which i applaud you if you are however unlike other pieces of clothing like trousers shorts tops shirts jackets even Nearly every other type of clothing, you would put a gender on it and you would, not necessarily a strict age limit, but you probably would. You'd say, this kind of age would have this kind of clothing and so on. However, with socks, you don't have that. You either have unisex socks, which I think most socks are. Anyone who defines genders socks, I think, are just conforming to stereotypes personally. A foot is a foot. I don't think men's feet are particularly different to women's feet. They have the same general 
but shape and then for the age thing I'm not really talking about if you grow obviously you're gonna need bigger socks when you're 30 than when you're 3 27 age increase but you know what I mean but more of let's say you're a 20 year old and then a 30 year old you're very unlikely to grow out of the socks in terms of a fashion point of view and even if you do grow out the socks in a fashion point of view you can tailor the outfits so if you're let's say wearing Doc Martens or a big boot and you don't want to show your socks then you can wear socks that you might not like as much anymore however you're still getting good solid use out of them if you apply the same principle for let's say shorts or trousers it's slightly different you might be wearing completely different i know chinos or jeans 10 years later compared to what you did before okay maybe not 20 versus 30 need a bit more of an extreme age difference or just a younger age difference let's say 15 compared to 20 people's style generally changes a fair amount within that range with socks unlike the rest of the wardrobe you're not really going to replace are you no okay number four i think that a really underrated form of self-expression hear me out i can wear any clothes to sixth form but if you're only having to wear business wear If you've got an office job, you're in a workplace, something like that, you're generally having to conform to a potentially quite strict dress code. If you're going to get away with any kind of personalisation, self-expression in your outfit, it's going to be in the socks. Now, I guess men, you might be able to get away with a snazzy tie. However, I don't wear ties, funnily enough. I'm not a guy. I mean, I could wear ties, but if I'm not wanting to particularly wear formal business wear in the first place, I'm not going to then opt for more formal by wearing something with a tie. So my personalisation could be in my socks. The way that I'm making my outfit express myself might be in my socks. And I think that's a fairly easy way to get away with it, apart from accessories. Do socks count as accessories? I guess they do, but the thing is, with accessory, it implies that it's optional, I think at least, because jewellery I would count as an accessory, a hat is an accessory, you don't strictly have to wear it. I would say you strictly have to wear socks. So maybe they do come under accessory, but the top tier, number one accessory, I would say, are socks. Again, under the self-expression, they're a vital part of the outfit. I personally, as I'm going to go on to talk about, I'm a big fan of fun socks. They're so much fun, funnily enough. said fun way too many, way too many, way too much in the last 30 seconds or so. But I understand that some people might not want fun socks, but come on. If you're not wearing fun socks, at least colour coordinate. I nearly always, without fail, try to colour coordinate my socks at least if my socks are on show. If I'm wearing docks or boots, let's say, then my socks are less likely to be colour coordinated. But even then I do try to. It's more of if I'm wearing docks and I won't wear fun socks necessarily. If you're someone who doesn't wear fun socks, then I think colour coordinating is really important. When I see someone else who's thought about their socks, I really applaud them. I won't necessarily tell them each time, 
but I have been known to applaud someone on their nice socks. It's a piece of effort that people don't necessarily always make. So I think if someone is making that effort to either wear fun socks or colour coordinating with their outfit, it puts them at a higher level of being. It may be a bit extreme, but I don't think so. Also, just to clarify, with the colour coordinating, I mean your socks match the rest of the colour scheme of your outfit. I don't mean match. I am not a monster. All my socks match nearly. Occasionally they won't, but they have to be from the same set. Ooh. One time, my friend was wearing one long sock, one short sock. Honestly, didn't feel like speaking to them ever again. Okay, fine. I definitely exaggerated that. However, that's the kind of sentiment I reserve for people who don't match their sock length. It's just another category. Again, like before, a category I try not to think about. So please wear matching socks. However, if they're not matching, then I'll let it slide. Just please let them be from the same original sock pack, sock multi-pack, if you will. In addition to that, if you're organising your sock drawer, do that thing where you pair the socks together and then fold over the edge. People who just throw single socks into their sock drawer and then complain and try to rationalise why their socks aren't matching. No, no, no. It's not an excuse. You've brought that on yourself. That additional one or two minutes when you're putting your socks in a drawer to then fold them and match them, I think is time well spent. And also it's only going to be about once a week you have to do that. So one or two minutes out of your entire week and practically a lifetime of joy being brought about for that. Again, you might think that's a bit extreme, but I don't think so. So those are the reasons I love socks. However, what I'm going to be talking about next, the main focus, is a celebration of fun socks. Now, just to clarify, there's one type of sock that doesn't come under fun socks. You know what I mean by fun socks, hopefully. Like novelty socks, glitter socks, fuzzy slipper socks, all of those. Anything that's a bit zhuzhed up, a bit different from the normal. I have one type of sock that isn't included in this are socks with toes. Socks should not be gloves for your feet. Your toes should be able to touch each other without a wall of cotton or I don't know what, what else are socks made out of synthetic material anyway your toes should be able to touch they should not be gloved up it's a bit wrong it's a bit like you get over a certain age of let's say seven and you wear gloves and you don't really wear mittens anymore in the same way your socks should be yeah more like a mitten for your feet you should be able to just gently pull it up, not worry about will my toes go in the toe holes. Except unlike mittens, that principle applies for any age whatsoever. Okay, we've established that. That was very important. Maybe not to you, but to me. Another thing, I'm only going to touch on it briefly, but fuzzy slash slipper socks. I love them, I won't lie. I wear them if I'm wearing my docks if possible, just because they're a lot more comfy. And also, you're going to have one of those days every now and then where you're just feeling a bit rough. You need a warm hug permanently all day. And in those times, you're going to wear your fuzzy socks on your feet because 
again, it's like warm hugs for your feet. It's just a beautiful feeling. But yeah, I'm not going to be going into those much because I think they get enough credit already. They're not the key issue that I feel like I need to address. There's already a distinct love that people feel towards fuzzy and slipper socks. There's already, I think, in society, already there's an appreciation for them. People recognise them to be vital items in your wardrobe, you know, wardrobe essentials. Unlike fun socks, which I don't think people fully recognise is a key issue today in the world. Although a comment I will make on fuzzy slipper socks is, first of all, buy them from the right place. If you're going to buy them, buy them in a multi-pack if you can. Now, they don't come in normal multi-packs of five, like normal socks. It's more like a multi-pack of two. Normally, you can get much better value for money if you get the pack of two. Fine, I understand. Sometimes only one of those pairs of socks in that pack will be a more fancy, fun pair. However, they're generally quite good. Adding on to that, the fuzzy socks with grippy bits, I think they're annoying. I do understand the purpose of them because they help you not slip and slide across the kitchen. However, I want to be able to slip and slide across the kitchen. I see that as one of the fun benefits of wearing them. So when you add grippies, I feel like you're kind of taking that joy away from me. But again, that's personal preference. I understand both sides of the argument with that one. Right, so with fun socks, I feel like I don't probably need to go into it too much. However, I just thought there's a few important points to raise with them, if that makes sense. So, fun socks, my one true love. Point number one, happy socks are a rip-off, right? So the thing with socks, what makes them so good is that there is no class, societal or monetary barrier from having fun with your socks. And when a brand such as Happy Socks comes on and just tries to capitalise on it, it's a point which I take quite to heart. I've been in the stores before and I love the concept of them. I love the idea of a store purely dedicated to socks. However, the things that I disagree with is that they're expensive and the designs often aren't that fun unless there's a limited edition selection, which again is putting barriers in place because it is only limited edition. Then they're just patterns. The thing with fun socks, normally I want a character on them. I want some kind of tinsel i've got tinsel socks they're really good i've got socks with bells on they're my winnie the pooh christmas ones with the bells and the tinsel on them i can jingle jangle when i walk i love it but i don't think patterns necessarily count as fun socks unless they're really wild multicolors, like bright colors i think that calling patterns fun can be a bit presumptuous unless your levels of fun are of course quite low then again I'm leaning towards them pity. So I'm on the Happy Socks website and no I don't need Happy Socks support you can close no I minimize please thank you. Okay one thing I do applaud Happy Socks on is you have different style of socks you can get crew socks, half crew, knee high, low, no show and tights. No show's a tricky one I do have some fun no-show socks, however, again, if I'm buying them from a place like Happy Socks where they're so expensive, I think 
most people don't have the budget to be able to buy really expensive no-show socks because if you are buying fun exciting socks often that's as a statement initially when you're investing in your fun socks I like to think I'm a seasons expert on them so I do have things like no-show socks which are fun I've got to the point in my confidence and my security within myself that I can wear fun socks just for myself and I think that's a point in our life that we all really aspire to come to however I do think there's a certain struggle when you are getting into your fun socks you want to be able to show them off to your friends without necessarily taking off your shoes all the time and there's only a finite number of times you're going to be around a friend's house or an environment in which you can take your shoes off whereas let's say you're at school you might not necessarily feel comfortable with taking your shoes off to show your friends your socks anyway back to happy socks being really expensive so the special edition socks they appear to have at the moment for a large part are spongebob socks now a lot of these spongebob socks are 13.95 and i just don't think that's a respectable price for a pair of socks if i scroll down the prices don't get much better right i'm looking at them there's a lot of stripy socks and things like that which i don't think are necessarily that fun but they're still charging quite high prices for them and I think if you're a newbie, you're a newcomer into the world of socks and socks appreciation, I think it is very easy to be taken advantage of and be taken in by these striped socks being masked as really fun, happy socks that are costing £12 and you might fall into the trap of actually buying them. However, I have to admit they do have some quality products in that the Spongebob socks, I must admit, are quite good. Would I pay for them? No, just because I have been to a number of stores where I can get similar socks with known characters on them like Spongebob for much more affordable prices. However, again, if I wasn't such a seasoned sock expert, I wouldn't know that. Yeah, I think it's more of a morality problem with happy socks there. So sharing my knowledge, if you are wanting to get into socks, you're like Deborah, Debs, I really admire you and your sock collection, I wish I could be like you in that regard, if not in general. Yeah, I just want to have an amazing sock collection like you. Where do I buy them from? I would tell you Primark. Primark is a really good selection of socks and I've bought some really nice Harry Potter glitter socks, they glitter at the heel, the toe and the top. And they're quite fun. They're not proper glitter socks. Proper glitter socks are the slightly sheer ones. They kind of feel weird to walk in. I've got a very nice purple pair. Yeah, they're sheer in that. If you look at the person's feet, you probably can see their toes. You do get a much better glitter experience in terms of the aesthetics. However, if you're not comfortable wearing them, they can be, yeah. They can be a little less comfy, however, they are a statement sock. But yeah, Primark's really good. I have some socks with foxes, mooses, geckos on them, and they're from the men's section in Primark. That is one thing I can recommend to a lot of people to do. If you're a woman, a female like myself, and you're struggling to find 
fun socks or all the socks that you can find just have avocados on them because apparently that's the audience they're just moustaches or avocados or pizza i mean pizza is quite fun women have quite a narrow fun sock selection just go to the men's section like i said before i don't really believe in socks having genders so break that barrier wander into the men's section no one's going to judge you if anything they're going to applaud you you're going to get a standing ovation for wanting good quality socks that is another thing the Primark ones are fairly good quality because there's only a limit on bad quality clothing when it comes to socks. I do have some socks that, well, I didn't necessarily pay a premium. I just got them from somewhere else, so not Primark, and I have heavily worn them and they are holding up a bit better. However, I'm still wearing all my old Primark ones which I have had some of them for probably nearing on like six, seven years now. Again, socks shouldn't have class and monetary divisions between people. Yeah, I just think that's a really important point to make. Actually, where I did buy some of my best socks was in Mong Kok Market, just in Hong Kong in general. I probably got what? I think I counted them when I got back home. Probably like six, seven pairs of really good novelty socks. I either bought as a buy five for £10 or something like that. But actually, no, I definitely bought more than six. I probably bought nearly 10 pairs of socks back. Yeah, they're all amazing. I've got Dora Amon ones. I actually got those on right now. Also, Moomin, Totoro, like various characters. I've got Pikachu ones. Hong Kong, a great place to get socks. Obviously, there is a bit of a barrier there in if you don't live in Hong Kong, it's kind of difficult to get your hands on them. However, buying socks on holiday, best souvenir. Every time you wear them, you're reminded of that good holiday. That's something we can all appreciate it. Okay, so I've got two more points to make with my socks and then I'll wrap up. So, novelty socks. Again, the SpongeBob socks probably come into these novelty sock category. What I mean by novelty socks are fun socks, but you are paying that premium price. These tend to be, I'd say, things that you'd only really buy for presents because I think a lot of people do realise, or you'd hope that a lot of people do realise that novelty socks, you are paying a fair amount of money, 10 to 15 pounds for one pair of socks. And that is, you know, out of budget for most people on their everyday wardrobe. Yeah, it's a rip off. However, if you're buying socks as a present, the person you're giving them to a lot of the time will be someone who is quite knowledgeable about their socks. So will understand that you have forked out a fair amount of cash for it. I'd say no pressure into buying those novelty socks for yourself. I think start from an affordable price point in your sock journey. However, if you are gifting socks to a friend and you are paying for that novelty socks experience, make sure you are giving it to someone who will appreciate it because there's nothing worse than paying for expensive socks, giving them to someone and then kind of being either underwhelmed or not fully grasping what you're doing for them, if that makes sense. Another point on the novelty socks, I got really great novelty socks which probably actually come under the fun sock category because you weren't that expensive, I don't think. I was gifted a few years ago now a really good pair of Christmas Brussels sprout socks. So they're Brussels sprouts with smiley faces, with Santa hats on, and I definitely appreciated those. I don't know where she got them from. The tag had been removed, slash I can't remember. But that's an example of socks that I was given as a gift 
and they probably didn't have to pay that premium price for them. I think Christmas is one of those times where you can get socks that would otherwise be classed as novelty socks, the more expensive kind, during other points in the year. However, at Christmas, because a lot of places do do Christmas socks, you can buy really nice fun socks for cheaper. In addition to that, Christmas socks should be worn or can be worn all year round. I understand that some people don't necessarily find it easy to do that. They feel a bit constrained by the seasonal nature of them. However, if you're liberated enough to be wearing Christmas socks all year round, I definitely would recommend it. I take immense joy in wearing my Christmas Santa hat Brussels sprout socks all year round. So, would recommend. My last aspect of socks to talk about is the all-important scented sock. Now, I didn't actually realise these were a thing until I wasn't given them, but my friend gave them to my other friend as a Christmas present. I think they were aloe vera scented socks. That is 100% a type of fun novelty sock I can get behind. If you're getting someone scented socks, I think it is worth that extra money, especially if you're giving them to a person who doesn't necessarily realise how expensive socks can be. The fact that they're scented, you are more likely to realise that there's a difference in price going on between normal socks and these novelty, fun, yeah, scented socks. Yeah, I just wanted to, if you didn't know scented socks were a thing, they are, they are available. I don't yet own any pairs, however, If I do see some in the future, I will be, you know, heavily considering getting myself some. So yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about socks. I mean, I could talk about socks for a while. However, I just wanted to raise some points about how I think they're underappreciated. And I don't think necessarily the attention, if it is going somewhere, not necessarily to the types of socks that deserve a bit more love. Like I said before, fuzzy or slipper socks, they're really good. I really love them. I think they're generally appreciated. However, sometimes more fun socks, socks with characters on them, especially, as opposed to just like pizza slices and stuff like that, aren't appreciated enough. And again, glitter socks are really underrated. So if you've got anything to take away from this episode, it's buy yourself some glitter socks. You can get good socks from Primark and scented socks or really socks with tinsel and bells on them are just amazing and everyone needs a pair so if you don't have a pair go grab a pair but thank you for listening to this episode again a bit of a niche topic next time you see me ask me what socks I'm wearing that day I will gladly I will gladly show you and nine times out of ten they will be a fun pair If you catch me on a not fun sock day, then I apologise in advance, but hopefully you won't. So thank you for listening. I'll see you next week and yeah, bye.